0: You guys are going to be so glad you found us. We're just two military spouses, friends, and realtors out here keeping it real. Today, we're talking about why buyers are still buying. People do not understand how real estate life really is, like how it really is to be a realtor. And especially if you are on your own as a realtor, and you're out doing a million things and you have emails coming in and you have people messaging you mm-hmm. and you have tasks that you have to do when you get home and it just things pile up. So oh, it doesn't all stay in your brain. Like in mush, fact, very little of it stays yeah, in my brain. Like mush brain is, <laughs> know. is a serious thing. And so that's why... I started voice texting. Like I never voice texted before I was a real estate agent. I told myself I never would. Even when I watched I think you YouTube. told me you never would. Yeah, I was like, Kendra, that's
1: that's No. no I was but... like, that's so cringy. And now, now and now how do you feel about it? I know my assistant started like last week, and I think the first time I started like voice texting, yeah. we're like quietly sitting in my office and she's like, mm-hmm. she's like, What was It's this? jarring
0: for people because they don't know if you're talking to them or if you're on the phone or if you're But I'm now in a space where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I, don't no. care I, <laughs> I don't care if I look crazy. Zero percent. I don't care if I look crazy. Because you just have to. Because when I'm driving and I see something that needs to like be done, I know I'm not going to remember mm-hmm. it 50,000 tasks later. Mm-hmm. You just, hey, Siri, send me a reminder. Hey, Siri, do this. Hey, Siri, schedule this appointment. Hey, Siri, you know, whatever. And you voice text because I can get what I need to I say out fast. And I see just...
1: Jack like over there, like laboriously typing out these long messages. <sighs> I'm
0: like, just commit Clayton is the same way I just want to smack it out of his head. voice text though sometimes he does sometimes if it's a long message he does but a lot with his friends or like he's in a lot of like Facebook groups well and they also I feel like lenders do a lot of like numbers mm, that's, that's harder
1: to voice text yeah so they get an out
0: a little bit but you could voice text and then just type the numbers and then voice text again especially with the new update you can type and the recording is still going and then you can just talk again and it you don't have to even hit the button. That update. Literally answered all of my prayers. Yeah, you can edit text messages. No, you know what? The best
1: thing I've noticed is you probably have been doing this forever. If I have like a picture of an MLS sheet, Mm -hmm. like today I had to call an agent, you can just like touch the number on the picture. Yes, yes, you can. And yes, I have
0: been doing it forever. Oh my God. (laughs) I could kiss whoever made that feature. Even before you could do that, I would just zoom in on the number and highlight it and copy and paste it. Yeah, but But now I know you can. Yeah, Mm. it's revolutionary. Mm -hmm thank you whoever did that the little things it is the little things anyway (laughs) this is not a podcast about being a real estate agent but maybe yeah maybe put that on our notes hey siri sent me a reminder to make a note in our podcast
1: Um, oh no we've got low battery
0: it's okay we'll survive we're good (laughs) let's bang this out real fast it's gonna sound like it's sped up but really we're just talking (laughs) super fast to get through this because courtney's phone's gonna die why are people still buying
1: houses there's literally so many reasons yeah I think the fir- the first thing, and this is so cliche and dumb, but mm-hmm. it's something I feel like is a really good time to harp on. And okay. we need to come up with a better way to say this. Okay. That you date the rate, marry the house. Have you heard that? Nope. Okay. Because interest rates change. Like you can just be, you can yeah. date the 6%, whatever. For and sure. then when it's, then say, bye, boy, yeah. bye.
0: Upgrade <laughs> and yourself. Then, yeah. And then
1: you can refinance, <laughs> mm-hmm. but home prices here. Continue to go up. For sure. So while for a bit of time, maybe you're paying more in interest than you'd like to, at least you got into the house when it was a lower
0: price. So true. hmm Especially when you look back at 2021 and people were literally like, we had so, so, so many clients offering fifty dollars to $100,000 over asking price with appraisal clauses. For those of you who don't know, in a nutshell, an appraisal clause is a pool of money that you promise to give the seller of the house if the home doesn't appraise because people were offering so crazy over asking Mm -hmm. that, you know, homes weren't going to appraise for that much over and then just giving away cash to sellers to get in a house. And that's not happening anymore. Thank God. Mm -hmm. But I would much rather get a house at asking price oh yeah and pay a slightly higher interest rate for you know six months to a year Mm -hmm. and then refinance Mm -hmm. versus dumping all that liquid cash
1: or being like well maybe i'll wait until rates go down in a year and it's like but first of all they might not (laughs) (laughs) like history proves they might not and also history proves the house will probably cost more so yeah that's why I think Michaela, who is an agent on our team, said that. Now I was like, I love that. Yeah. So don't like don't stress about the rate. Like get a good deal on a house. Yeah. And then you can like figure out the, the rate later sure. as it changes. And if it goes up, you're going to be like, hell yeah, I have a 6% mm-hmm. interest rate. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So um, or, I think that's something people need to consider like right out of the gate. Yeah. And then obviously there's ways to affect even that that's interest exactly rate. exactly where I was going. So you can't talk about. Like why people are still buying right now mm-hmm. without talking about the two one, or I
0: guess it's a three, two, one buy there down. There are options. Yeah, there are options. Um, I think most of our clients have done the two one buy mm-hmm. down. And again, for people who don't know what that is, basically the seller of the property, and it's very important to know that you can only do this with credit from the seller. You can't pay for it as a buyer. The lender credit can't be used towards it. It is specifically a program that uses credit or money that the seller is giving to the buyer. And I I feel like for Hawaii specifically, it's so important to note that because that doesn't happen very often here. It is consistently over decades been a seller's market here because of the military community and population that we have and because we're an island and we can't build mm-hmm. more houses. And so we always have more demand than supply. So here in Hawaii specifically to have, to have a, a period of time where buyers actually have a little bit of a leg up. I'm like, I know. seize the day. I'm like, I know. Buy. So the seller, we're just going to pretend the seller is giving you $10,000. And that's what you need to do this buy down for the first year. Your mortgage person will be able to get you a 2% better interest rate so and, if it were 6.2% like yes. now, it would be 4.2% for the first year. For the first year. And then in the second year, it goes up 1%. So then it would be 5.2. 5. 5. 2. And then not until the third year would you realize what the interest rates were today when you got your loan, which is 6.2 in this example. So even if, and I think it's a big if in my opinion, because all of the projections that we're hearing is that Before three years from now, interest rates are projected to go back down. But even if you got to that full 6.2% interest, which is what you have to be qualified on, you have to qualify Mm -hmm. for the loan at that full 6.2% to get the house. Yes. Because we want to make sure, again, learning from our mistakes in the housing market crash. Lending is very, very, very tightly regulated, and they want to make sure that they're giving good loans that people can afford, even at that full interest rate. Mm -hmm. So it's not until three years from now that you're realizing that full- Two, 24 months. Yes. But in the third year, Mm -hmm. it's going up to your Mm -hmm. full 6.2% interest. So that still means for two years, the seller paid for you to have that lower rate. And
1: so when this was like first becoming a thing Mm -hmm. that our clients were using a lot- you know, we have to figure out a good, like, digestible way to explain what this yeah. is without people being like, oh, my God, it's a, it's a, like, mm-hmm. a, like, adjustable rate mortgage. People think it's, it's an, like, arm an arm, and, and which is, like, yeah. the scariest term from 2008. And yeah. what I have, like, heard, I think I heard someone say, and the, the first thing they said explaining it, which is, like, now what I say is, like, it's still a fixed rate mortgage. Yeah, it is. It's 100% fixed rate. It's just for the first two years, you get, like, a little bit of a, a little bit of a present, a gift of money. So the yeah. way it works... A little more in the weeds is like that credit from the seller. It's a specific amount that we request Mm -hmm. on the offer, and that money, like basically, sits. Mm -hmm. And whatever the difference between like your four point two percent and the six point two percent for the actual Mm -hmm. rate is, that money comes from the seller. Mm -hmm. So the the lender is still getting their full six point two percent. It's just drawing out of like essentially an escrow account. Yeah. So that's how that works, Mm -hmm. and that's why it has to come from the seller. Right. So it's not like, oh, I'm buying down my own rate or I'm paying my, no, it's like literally free money. It's a gift. <laughs> the seller is
0: helping pay your interest for two years. Mm-hmm. So And other like super awesome point to know, say rates go down a year from now and you do refinance, but you still have, let's say $7,000 left in that escrow account. It can go directly to the principal balance of the house, mm-hmm. which is just getting you more equity. Mm-hmm. So again- gift from the seller mm-hmm. <laughs> that costs you nothing right. and can be used to your benefit several different ways. And you don't have to wait like
1: we'll just continue to use this like 6.2 sure. example. Rates are lower than that now. Um mm-hmm. but let's say you're at the first year it's 4.2 mm-hmm. and rates like par rates, right, go down to 5. Immediately refinance into that rate that's higher than what you have now, yeah, but lower than what your real rate is yeah. because you're now locking in a lower rate Right. a year later. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a fact, you'll never
0: yeah. realize that 6.2. And that money in that account will still go towards your principal yeah. balance. So you're still getting a benefit mm-hmm. from it.
1: And I, it's just such a disservice. Cause I feel like now that we're, we have a lot of listings, which is awesome. Yeah. But, um, I'm talking to like a lot more buyers agents and mm-hmm. they're like, for some reason, a lot of agents just don't fully understand this. So yeah.
0: it's like, like clients need to know. Yeah, for sure. But also not to like you know pimp us too too hard but we do try really hard to always be up on mm-hmm. things like this as the market's changing mm-hmm. you know back end of 2020 um uh, in all of 2021 we were constantly you know ear to the ground um you know what are appraisal clauses in general you know like what is an appraisal clause mm-hmm. um what are they nowadays like any little thing that we could like suss out to like help our buyers Um, you know, paying for their termites, paying for the association documents, having a non-refundable earnest money deposit. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? I do. I mean, yeah, like it was, it was absolutely crazy, but we still did, I don't know, 120 transactions Mm -hmm. in those years. Like we we were still getting it done, but I think that's because we try to do a really good job Mm -hmm. of educating our clients on what these things are and why they're not maybe as scary as you would think they are and how it's still beneficial mm-hmm. to own a home especially here where i don't know the statistic i'm pretty sure is in the last decade we have not had two back to back years of market losses yeah that's true for single family homes mm-hmm. and the one year that we did have a loss in the last decade um i think it went down 0.1% mm-hmm. i think you're right i'd have to look which is like probably a $1,000, <laughs> right. you know, of like loss. But the year before that, the year after that, it was, I think, 3 and 4% gains. So in the last decade, we haven't seen two back-to-back years. And I mentioned that only again to say people are still buying here because Hawaii has such an aggressive, strong track record of even in years when we do lose value, mm-hmm. we bounce right back. Mm-hmm. There's not like year yeah. over year over year of like loss. Well, loss, and that's loss. why it's like, Again, just like with rates,
1: no one has a crystal ball about what the market will do. Yeah. But we have so much data to support the strength of the for market sure. here that like, go do your research, you know, yeah. like at least here in Hawaii. I yeah. don't know if you're listening out there in the abyss of a market. We don't know. Right. <laughs> Maybe I don't mean, listen to us. But yeah, here um, in Hawaii specifically. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll say it anywhere. Real estate's a good investment. But specifically for military
0: here, mm-hmm that are probably not going to be here for three years, you have fewer concerns of selling. Or, I think so. anywhere, we've talked about this a ton, anywhere around a military installation is yeah. insulated to some degree.
1: Mm-hmm. We just happen to be around like what, eight on this
0: little tiny Something island. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Um, There's a lot. There's <clears throat> there so many. And I think another reason why people are still buying right now is because real estate and specifically real estate investing is trendy right now. It's it is.
1: On. I'm yeah. like, did I just like, did I just get into this a couple of years ago? And like, I was just under a rock. I didn't realize everybody cared about real estate, like, <laughs> but now I'm seeing all these memes. That's like, you know, you're in your, you know, you're an adult when all you do is get drinks and talk about the real estate market. And I was like, it's okay, trendy. so it's not just people no, in it's the a, industry.
0: It's a trendy thing. And you know, everyone wants to be a real estate investor and people that are younger, uh, like a younger demographic is having this on their radar earlier in life, I feel, mm-hmm. which is good. And that's just increasing the pool of people that are, it's not just people in their thirties anymore that are talking about real estate. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting though, that that's true. Like I agree with you. It does feel like there's more of a buzz about mm-hmm. real estate just yeah. nationwide and you know, online yeah. and whatever, but there's just constant like barrage of information about how it's getting harder and harder for young people to buy homes. Yeah. And so that's why it's,
0: like even more
1: important for like people with a VA loan
0: to do it. I agree with that 100%. But I also side note, we won't get too much into this because this is not a political podcast. But (laughs) oh, no, (laughs) I I think it's I think younger people are having a harder and harder time buying houses because they're under crushing student loans. They're under a crushing amount of student debt.
1: Okay, so this is what I was just talking to our friend Sarah about Mm -hmm. because we're just talking about like the, like, for instance, in Wisconsin, I just mm-hmm. found out like it, if since Jack commissioned there, you told me our this. kids, mm-hmm. like for whatever reason, so ended do with him being in the service and being a resident of Wisconsin, they will all get free in-state college tuition in yeah. Wisconsin, which is incredible because the University of Wisconsin yeah. go Badgers. Yes, you all can go there. <laughs> but Sarah was saying, she's like, yeah, I don't even think my daughter's going to college because I didn't. And I, you know, I got jump started on my career early and it's like now the trendy thing to just mm-hmm. be like an entrepreneur and yeah. like not, you know, you don't need a degree for everything anymore. And not, we, we were not literally just talking about <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm still going to push college on my kids. But like,
0: still. Loretta's not going to college. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically, she told me the other day she was weighing oh. being an officer. Oh, do, um, whose influence was that? Your e- dad? Everybody. Oh, really? Uh, my dad and Clayton, no. They're like, you will absolutely be enlisted. They are <laughs> hardline, be enlisted. Um, but everybody who meets her, like her boyfriend's, stepdad, is an officer, is an uh, army officer. And when she talks to him about like her plans, he was like, huh, you really strike me as like, you would go officer. That's how I feel. Because you're so smart. And not (laughs) to say that enlisted, not, not to say, but she's like book smart. Like she seems like someone that would just go into college and like excel at college because she is good at like studying and like, yeah, she is good at school. Yeah. And just, I don't know other random people she's come home and been like mom I was talking to my teacher and they were surprised I was going enlisted and not officer and so now she's thinking about it a little more is she gonna um, like apply to the Air Force Academy I really hope that she does if she got into the Air Force Academy my dad would die a happy man oh my god like for those of you who don't know my dad was 30 years Air Force um just to put that in context but like and is in Colorado which right. is cool because you know long long term we may or may not I dare you <laughs> Don't play your nostrils at me. <laughs> I
1: dare you to move to Colorado. It's part-time. No. <laughs> okay,
0: guys, I'm staying in Hawaii. <laughs> that was a threat. Okay. <laughs> Everyone heard that. Um, so, anyways, any other reasons? Just to get back on topic, any other reasons that we think or want to share like why people are still buying houses specifically in Hawaii?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, because again, it's just the fact of throwing away money. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, listeners, you're going to hear us say this all the time, Yeah, a ton. but why would you throw away a hundred and like with the BH increases, I can confidently say most people it's like $120,000 yeah. over three years. Yeah. And I truly say, throw it away because renting it, it literally is paying somebody else's mortgage on base. You don't even get it. And then you're living in housing. I just had a gal message me on Facebook at like 11.30 PM last night. I was like, I saw your name <sighs> and we live on post and Help. it's been three months. Get us out of here. Three months? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want to live there at all, but they oh. like didn't get all of the information about options until they yeah. arrived. And she's like, can we break our lease? And we don't want to, we know we don't want to rent. So we're going to, we have a chat scheduled. for yeah. later. There's site. some work that needs to be done there, <laughs> but um, it's just giving, giving away your money yeah. and, It's just like if you were saving, you know, money for retirement every month, like it may go up, it may go down while you're investing it in the real estate or in the stock market or, you know, but same with real estate, like invest your BAH, invest it. It may go up, it may go down, but
0: you're you're not going to get any return on your investment if you don't try. Well, yeah, quite frankly, that's the perfect way to say it. We tell people this all the time. It's not a guarantee. Like we're not trying to sell home ownership as this instant get rich quick meal ticket for the rest of your life like scheme Mm -hmm. but at least you give yourself a chance okay so I have a question for you do you find
1: it harder to like do you find it harder to explain to people like the benefits the pros of real estate because we do have kind of skewed statistics from the last couple of years like whenever I explain like all the success, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. last year, our, you know, we know that last year, our average seller profit was $90,000. We also know, and all of the smart people that we talk to know that last year we saw insane market appreciation. So it's
0: like, yeah, I honestly try to exclude the last two Mm -hmm. years of market data when I talk to people specifically. So when I talk to people, one, I always lead with, this isn't a get rich quick scheme. Even if you break even even if you own a home here for three years and you sell it and you make no money Mm -hmm. which just for the record in six years and close to 500 transactions we have never had that happen just to put that out there but if you did how is that any different or therefore any worse than if you had rented or lived on post yeah number one yeah number two you hear me on the phone with people all the time and I always go off of the last 38 years mm-hmm. worth of data that we have for this market and that it shows 5.4, um, 5.04% appreciation. And then I just sort of pick like $500,000 because I'm not a numbers person and it's a nice round number that I can quickly do the math on. Yes. But you know, when I talk to people, I say, hey. appreciation is the average over the last 38 years. Let's say you own a $500,000 place. Quick math, that's $25,000 a year in equity, $75,000 over three years that your house is making you just sitting there, you spending your BAH to pay for it, not including what you pay down in your mortgage over that time. Because you're not going to owe $500,000 when you go to sell it. You're going to have been paying it down. But just appreciation, strictly speaking, $75,000 just from spending your BAH on one thing instead of a different thing, not bad odds. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to cut that number in half, say it's only thirty five, you know, thousand dollars. Right that's still $35,000. And then we like to, I
1: like to do this too. And then you cut that number in half. Yeah. How far down that road, like maybe $18,000. And then you like, yeah, how, how many times do you want to (laughs) cut the number in half? Even if you walk away with Mm $5,000, like that's $5,000 that you would not have had. And possibly if you lived on post, it's even more money that you would have lost out on because as your BAH increases, Mm -hmm. you don't realize that. So, I mean, I think again, There are always people who believe so much in real estate and real estate investing that they'll buy when the rates are, if the rates went up to 12%, Jack and I are those people because we know rates change. Right, Um, We wouldn't be buying as big of a home. We would be making some sacrifices and whatever. But I think that's, there's just such a demographic that that's another reason why people are buying. So, I mean, there's a lot of scary things about buying right now just because like, ooh, the economy and rates, but- in five years, there's going to be different scary things. Mm-hmm. There's always something scary yeah. about buying. So it's m- whenever people like bring up these fears about buying, if it's about like the larger scale of like the economy mm-hmm. and this, those, I'm like, you got to, you got you to gotta get over those yourself. Yeah. If it's like, we're all, possibly only going to be here for 12 months. I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah. maybe you that's shouldn't.
0: That's a different concern though. Right. And
1: that's, that's more, mm-hmm. that's more like cut and dry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to say valid, but I kind of feel like valid is the right word. Like only being here for 12 months. Sure. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're making a huge risk if you buy it and you're only going to be here one year. Um, But that's not the scenario for most people. Right. Um,
0: It's really not. And like we talked about in one of our previous podcasts, a lot of people are choosing to at least look into renting. So if you know you're only going to be here for 12 months, but you still are dead set on buying because you see the long-term benefit of it and you're prepared to rent it out and you still want to make that call, like, fine, absolutely. But you should at least take the time to get educated. And I think that's really why we see so much success personally with our business and why people are still buying. Because that is like the cornerstone of what we do. Mm -hmm. It's all about education. The Mm -hmm. guy I had a call with the guy today, Courtney and I did some very important market research for you folks and had drinks at
1: the lineup (laughs) (laughs) yesterday. We did
0: do recommend that that client that was a referral from ob he wanted to rent in his message you know and i was like this is for you but i had a call with him today and Clayton's pre-approving him right now and he's we're going out house hunting this weekend oh fun Oh, i'm gonna miss it i know i'll i'll do video tour with you this is courtney (laughs) um but just because he didn't know he's like a single lieutenant he didn't think he could buy because he has some credit card debt and i was like friend Friend. use the ten thousand dollars you're gonna make in tla to pay off that credit card oh, and let's go house hunting here? yeah he's been here since like the seventh oh my god he only has 10 more days so we're gonna let's go you know but again we can see how many houses in a day to, easily we know like 14 yeah and i don't recommend it i don't recommend it let's go eight <laughs> but i mean he still has 10 days and we can see eight houses yeah. in a day he has no wife he has no kids he has no one slowing him down let's yeah. bang this out let's do it so now we're house hunting. oh that's exciting yeah but get educated. Yeah. He went into the call thinking he could only rent and left the call, introduced to a mortgage broker, getting set up in the MLS, excited that he's going to make $10,000 staying in TLA yes. and pay off his credit card debt. Yeah. And then invest in himself. Yeah. Sounds like a huge win. Yeah. You can. You can buy. It's true. What just else? ask us. <laughs> ask I know we just have a conversation with, we're delightful. <laughs> just, just talk to us. <laughs> delightful and humble. <laughs> and humble. Actually, our best quality.
1: Oh no, I mean that about sums it up. up. Because again, there's always gonna be, there's always going to be concerns. Yeah. What are you doing later?
0: Grilling. Oh, yeah. That's it's like grill fest at my house. I have bacon-wrapped asparagus. I got blue cheese uh and like cheddar burgers and Jalapeno bacon cheddar burgers. Oh my gosh. I got some Caesar chopped salad. Uh, I might make some bacon-wrapped prosciutto.
1: I'm eating takeout Thai food, so. You love takeout Thai food, though, to be fair. I had to
0: fight Jack on that. Why? He didn't want it. Is it because you're going to Wisconsin and he's trying to be thrifty now? I don't know. Okay.
1: Girl. (laughs) Those flights. Girl. (laughs) Oh, and we're flying through Denver, which, you know, is my absolute least favorite thing to do. The turbulence
0: into Denver and out of Denver. Oh, I will be unwell. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Palmer isn't unwell. Oh, no. I completely forgot. Oh,
1: no. You guys, I'm flying with three kids, under five, to Wisconsin. It's going to be so
0: like, long. And I don't... And, like, for a funeral. Like, you're not even going for, like, a pleasure trip. It, well, like, okay.
1: But in in truth, mm. you know, it is sad. Jack's grandma died. and But she was old. She lived a wonderful yeah. life. She all was, true. you know, she had, like, the best life ever. That lady lived it. I mean, oh. she's been to Hawaii. She has probably been in Hawaii longer than me with all of the trips she came, here like, wow. on here. Her... um, Jack's grandpa built the cabins on um bellows he oh my built god The Bellows no cabin. Way. yeah he was like with this the CBs. i don't know what that means i mean maybe people were there i mean i've been there one time but like i haven't stayed there yeah so she like loved oh. hawaii and she lived here for six months you know and um anyway but all of jack's cousins and yeah. aunts and uncles and my parents my oh. sister my nephew my niece I'm, I'm excited so it'll be nice to see everybody it'll yeah. be like a celebration this is
0: probably what she would have wanted Being like the sort of like matriarchal figure that you've told me she was, you know, like it'll be good. Yes. Yeah. It it will be fine. But you still have to fly with three kids. So, and it
1: snowed 12 inches last week. And my dad on the phone was like, My dad and your dad are so similar. They call, they talk about the weather. Yeah. He's like, It's supposed to get up to 40.
0: I was like, That's still cold. Freezing. Like, I literally came over to Courtney's house wearing a sweater just because it's slightly overcast. (laughs) I know 40 is like.
1: I know. We're going to freeze. My kids don't even have shoes. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Oh, got to go to Target. But back to Old Navy.
0: (laughs) Hey, my phone didn't die. We
1: did it. it.
0: You guys know we're going to ask for it. Like and subscribe to our channel. And follow
1: us on Instagram at PCS2Hawaii.